Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. Just like the intro said, welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. I'm your host, Christian, and let's get right into episode number 20. Just want to carry the two. 12 weeks. It's been 12 weeks. I've missed this. I have missed this. I'm sorry I worked a crap ton this summer, but let's get past the boo-hoos and the ahas and get into the hee-hee-ha-has. I think the theme of today's episode is going to be make that hustle, make that money, do what you gotta do. Like this summer, I was working a lot, a lot, I was working a lot, and uh, people gotta do what they gotta do. Like, uh, for example, yesterday, I went to the, I went to get some parts for the car, and while I was in the parking lot, I was just sitting there minding my own business, just rocking out to some Posty Maloney in my car. This guy comes up, and he's like, hey, brother. I was like, yeah, yeah, how, how can I help you? He said, do, do you know anyone who needs an airbag? And he points over to his car. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, why? What? <laughs> if I needed an airbag, I'd go inside the store. And uh, I told him, I said, uh, hey, man, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I think that, I think you need your airbag to stay in your car. And I was talking to my dad, and he's just like, man, you got to hustle. And that's that's what I'm like, you know what? You got to hustle, man. You got to make that money paper boo-boo thing thing. And that dude, he's like, you know what? You know what I could sell? My, you know, can't steal the steering wheel. I can't drive then. Accelerator is kind of, kind of important. I think I need that too. The gear shifter, yeah. He said, but you know what I haven't used in this car ever, not even one time? The airbags. So I'm never going to use the airbags, right? So uh, let's go to the nearest auto zone and flip that bitch. <laughs> like what, what's, what outcome do this guy think was going to happen? So he walks up to this dude that's in his car like, hey brother, uh, do you or do you know anybody that needs an airbag? Am I going to be like, thank God I ran into you, man. Thank God. My buddy's been needing an airbag for two years now. The, you answered my prayers. I'll take 10. <laughs> what, what, what kind of outcome does this guy think is going to happen? You know, but got to make that paper, man. Can't let anything get in the way between you and your paper. And transitioning into the first news story for today. News anchor keeps her cool when tooth falls out during live broadcast. Hmm, okay, okay, let's see. What... Ukrainian journalist Marika Padalko said the incident was probably my most curious experience in 20 years as a presenter. I'm guessing that's a, a language thing, because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that uh, I would be curious to lose a tooth on national news i'm just i don't think so ukrainian news art anchor showed grace under pressure when she lost part of her tooth during a live broadcast now i'm i'm watching this right now and she's talking and uh you know just talking 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 and then you just see her left tooth is just getting lower and lower and then she puts her hand up brings it back down and it's gone she pulled her tooth out and just kept on going just kept on going. Who needs tooths? 
you know what? You probably need like one molar, one front tooth, be two teeth. That's all you need, man. A Ukrainian news anchor showed Grace under pressure. Mariko Padalko was reading the news live in Ukraine's TSN channel when a piece of her front tooth fell out. Ever the pro Padalko didn't interrupt her broadcast or even call attention to it. Instead, she casually put her hand up in front of her mouth, grabbed the piece of her tooth, and continued as normal. Padalko later posted the clip on Instagram, writing in Ukrainian that the incident was probably the most curious. Okay, yeah, so it was a tramp, like a language thing. Um, according to the translation of her post, Padalko said that she first broke the tooth ten years ago when her daughter accidentally hit her in the mouth with a heavy metal alarm clock. How did you... What? <laughs> okay. Um, if any of you at home have uh, gotten hit in the face with a metal alarm clock and you're just like, ooh, it's okay. Accidents happen. Tweet it at me. I'm curious. It's like Christmas morning, you know, the kids always wake up before the parents and then go up and they're like, Mom, Mama, Mom, Mom, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. And then she's like, not go back to bed. And then you go down, you eat some cereal, just sitting there, playing tic-tac-toe by yourself because you're an only child, and then you realize how sad this is. And you're like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, come, on, come on, come on. I can't I can't punch her. That would be obvious. If I tap on her, then she's just going to be mad. And then wait even longer. What if I just go in to see if she's awake and knock the alarm clock off? On her face. I'll bounce off her head. She'll be spring up like a chicken. Just ready to go. Cluck, cluck. Let's open some presents. To so go up there, knock the clock on her. Break her tooth. And you're like, I miscalculated. Oh, oh shit. I'm so sorry, mama. I accident. Accidentally hit you with heavy alarm clock. Yeah, I don't. I want to I know backstory on that. I'm more curious about that. With her daughter hitting her in the face with a heavy metal alarm clock, then her tooth falling out. Although Padalco recently had a radical repair on the tooth, she said she'd forgotten to avoid hard foods until it was completely fixed. She got to get those Cocoa Krispies. She couldn't wait. In the Instagram post, the anchor said that she appreciated the support she had received from viewers and the compliments from coworkers. Said you reacted as if you lost your teeth every day. You know that's a talent right there. Padalco said she was surprised by the attention her broken tooth received, but added that she underestimated the attentiveness of her viewers. Well, yeah, it was, you know, okay, yeah, I'm watching this with the the scope of the title said that she lost her tooth, but I think that I would see one minute, all her teethers, another minute, not all her teethers, you know, I, but, you know, if it's in Buzz Coconuts, you know. Yeah, so... Like I said, I had to make that paper this summer. That dude had to sell his uh, airbag this summer to me to make that paper. She had, uh, you know, I think that I don't know which one would have more viewers. Her acting like nothing happened because that attained a lot of uh, viewers or freaking out. I think that if she freaked out, that'd probably be in some blooper reel and that she would be famous. So she didn't make that paper.
missed opportunity right there. Now, this next one is kind of a, a loose fit for make that paper boo-boo thing thing. But I think that it deserves to be in here nevertheless due to recent news. This is from three days ago by a news source called the961.com. It says, President of Lebanon, Lebanon just blocked me and Khalifa on Instagram and disabled all comments. Now, if you don't know who Mia Khalifa is, she's uh, an actress within loose terms. <laughs> the Barrett port explosion severely backfired on the Lebanese officials who were already under scrutiny of the people's and the world's eye for their great job in bringing the country to collapse. That's a hard, great job to bring him to collapse. That's harsh. Damn. She's already dead. <laughs> the aftermath of the explosion took away the remaining veiling layer covering the inaptitude to rule. This has a lot of big words. My brain don't do-do that good good. And also their indifference and carelessness towards the citizens they are supposedly responsible for. The explosion isn't the only crime done unto the citizens. The continuous disregard of the states towards them in the aftermath is another one, an ongoing one. They use the semicolon so you know that they have big brain, big brain mode time. And people are no longer munching their words. Mia Khalifa is one of the activists who took a, to social media to stand up for the people of, their, of her motherland. She continuously posted about her political opinions and demanded a new Lebanese political regime. Mia Khalifa tweets, Our hospitals are leveled. Please send Medivac boats and a new government. Oof. Oof, oof. People are eating up her response in, to the situation and can't get enough. At some point, her controversial past made it hard for people to take her seriously and for what she is truly capable of intellectually. However, the Lebanese people feel that she proved herself to be worthy of their love and support by standing up for her fallen country so fearlessly and openly. Their voices have long been smothered and oppressed by a system that claims freedom of expression yet doesn't honor it, detaining and arresting and imprisoning those who dare it. So, when Mia Khalifa speaks openly about that, what is boiling in the hearts of the people against the state, she became a hero to many. Mia Khalifa tweets on August 5th, France's president doing more for Lebanon than her own president. And then uh, some dude said Homer was taken. Damn, he was mad. He's going. He thought he was gonna get the Homer handle on Twitter, but no, Homer was taken. Mia, I have feelings for you. How is that her becoming a hero? That's that dude being horny. Not only did she attack the government on Twitter, but she also took to Instagram to share her political opinions continuously, posting stories on her Instagram TV regarding the Lebanese situation until. It upset the president dot dot dot. A day after the blast, President Michael Owen posted on his official Instagram account a picture of the Lebanese flag with a black strip in mourning for the victims. It didn't turn out well for him. Comments blew up how ridiculous it is and offensive to people's sorrow, including from me. Many people pointed out how he, the president of Lebanon, downloaded a poor quality picture of the Lebanese flag from the internet and posted it on Instagram with no caption whatsoever about the situation and not a word of sorrow or condolences. Mia Khalifa's continuously commented on the post only to report 
reportedly have the president block her. She commented, y'all, he literally just Googled Lebanese flag. This is so stock photo. It is the first result. Stop deleting my comments. It's a genocide. It's the genocide for me. Hard eyes emoji. Dude, she is so edgy. Edgy. Voila, YouTube born. No, like you actually buried your entire country under the rubble and debris. Smiling emoji, smiling emoji with hearts around it. Star, star, star. Then she said, The president of Lebanon, Michael Kahara Aung, had blocked me on Instagram. Can't take a few choice comments under your useless post. Gonna hide from your people on Instagram. Too coward. Dude, she's going in. He's already dead. His head looks like a square. If, look up a pres picture of the Lebanese president. It looks like the Lego heads. His head, the top of his head's flat. You can make a like a tower of cards on his head. He's already dead. She also used her huge platform on TikTok to roast him. Her video pointed out that he's been asleep during the whole catastrophe and it's doing nothing to help those in need. She is certainly not holding back. The 961 conducted on Instagram stories of Mia Khalifa versus Michael Allen and less than 9% accidentally voted for our own president. If it doesn't say a lot about our government, I don't know what will. Um, the 961 Foundation is raising... Yeah, um, they're raising funds for Lebanon. If you guys can help Lebanon, I definitely would. Well, yeah, so... So the president of another country blocked a porn star on Instagram for hurting his feelings. You know what they say. It's the Pokemon way. If you don't like somebody, block. Get out. Skedaddle. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, it's reading the story down. It's not that funny. But just thinking about the fact what I just said. A president of a nation blocked a porn star because she said ouchy words to him. <laughs> well, that's how sad can you be? Don't you have better stuff to be doing? Like, come on, man. And he had to make that paper. He didn't want to lose his job. You know how country has an explosion, levels a, a town. Okay. Having a porn star say bad things about you, not okay. You know, it is what it is. Um, next story we have for you is... Uh, Naked sunbather chases wild boar throughout a park after he steals his laptop bag. Now, how does this fall into the make that paper boo-boo, you might ask. You might ask yourself that. And I say, bad on you. You didn't make the connection on yourself. Bad on you. The boar, uh, he he needed the money from the computer. He was in a pawn, pawn the computer. He's making that paper boo thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, a music photographer from Germany shows the man running after the animal trying to claim his plastic bag as people in the park watch and laugh. Can you imagine just taking your kids to the park and you just see a person want, running ass naked after a wild boar that has your laptop? That would be the highlight of my afternoon. A lot of crazy stuff happens to me. That's, 
afternoon. I'll keep it the afternoon. Let's see what it has to say. And uh, let me describe this photo for you. Made a, make a word picture, as you might say. It is a boar with a yellow bag that, I guess, has this computer. The boar's computer now, not the dude's, because it's his computer now. A baby boar. And then a, a fat white dude with a pixelated asshole running after him. And then in the background, you see a family. The dude's wearing a Speedo. His wife's wearing full clothes because I guess that the dudes can dress how they want to in Germany. And the girls still dress normal. And then uh, the dad has like his arm out in front of his daughter because she doesn't want his the first PP she sees in her life to be some dude chasing after a pig in a park. Understandable. <laughs> a naked sunbather who was seen chasing wild boar throughout a park after it stole his laptop bag. Amusing photographer from Germany shows the man running at... Okay, you're just saying it again in a different way. But the cheeky boar and its two piglets appear to be too quick for the sunbather who cannot keep up with the speedy little trotters. As the incident unfolds, groups of friends and family sat on the grass watching and laughing. Heads are have been seen turning in surprise and amusement in the hilarious photographs. The incident happened at Tefulsa Lake, a bathing spot in Grunwell Forest in Berlin, Germany. The snaps were taken by Adele Lounder, who said, Nature strikes back while boar hunt at Tefulsa In the yellow bag is the man's laptop, so he gave it all in in his Adam costume, Adam and Eve, you get it, because he's naked. No leaves, just peep. I then showed the photos to the man. He laughed soundly and authorized me to make them public. Now, at least he has a sense of humor about it, because if that was me, be like, nah, nah, please don't post these. <laughs> there are plenty of spots by lakes or at beaches where people are allowed to swim and sunbathe naked. According to the Post, Berlin is also said to be notorious for large numbers of wild boars. Wild boars plus naked sunbathe equals hilarity. I guess, you know, me being an old American through and through, I just, I cannot imagine. You like, you work Monday through Friday. On Saturday, you wake up. You get dressed. You get dressed. Let me point out that you got dressed. Drove to a forest. Then got undressed. Because in the interim between your house and the forest, you can't be naked. Alright? That's what would be seen as crude. Or, uh, rude. Another word for crude. You get to there, you get out of your truck. This dude definitely drives the truck. He definitely. Gets out of his truck, grabs his laptop bag, because while he's sitting there naked, getting his old Slim Jim tan-tanned, he he's gonna do some answer some emails. So he brings out his laptop. He brings out his phone because he's gonna use his phone as a mobile hotspot so he can re return those emails. Cause this dude doesn't have service for his laptop, guaranteed. So he sits down, has his yellow bag, has his phone, and his computer and his wallet because how else he's gonna carry his wallet? He has no damn pants on. And. A wild boar comes with his two piglets and runs off with it. And then you're pissed. You are pissed. So you start chasing after it. So now you're running through the area that, you know, you shouldn't be naked because that's not the sunbathing area. 
but you are. And that's what you get for sunbathing naked. If you want to do that, do it in your backyard if you have privacy fence. If you want to do that, go to a sun booth, like a suntan city. Get your spray tan on. If you don't want to spray tan, lay in the bed because you can be naked in there. And no one's going to see your little Slim Jim, Bim Bim. That's the simple. Simple. Moral of the story, the, uh, the boar had to make that money, boo-boo. He had to pawn off that laptop for some diapers for his little piglets. Make that money, boo-boo. Don't send tan naked. So, 2020 has been, as I've said multiple times, the worst year of my life. Not like, oh, the world's crashing down around me. It's just watching the news, watching everything. This shit sucks. We all know this sucks. And it sucks for every person. Now, I say that because I'm just a college student, you know. Like, my buddies are just college students, but it sucks for everyone. It sucks for my little sister who just started started the next year of schooling. It sucks for me. It sucks for my parents. It also sucks for TV news anchors, because they get to report on this sad, sad shit we see every single damn day. And some reporters, you know, they, they cut out parts. They don't just go live every time. One take, donezo. They, they take cuts, they'll cut it up, and then they'll post it later. And sometimes, you know, those editors also, when they're making that paper boothang, mess up. And that leads to a reporter says, fuck my life, on air. Swear blunder sums up 2020 for everyone. Okay, that title sucks, but yeah, she says, uh, FML, on air. Hey, let's, let's see more about it. So, let me watch the video again. Basically, she just, she's on the air. She's talking about some, some place, and she can't say the name of this hospital because guess what? It's hard as hell to say. So she messes it up, messes it up twice, and then she just says, fuck my life. And then she looks away from the camera, adjusts her hair with this big old cheesy smile. If if I was a kid and I went and got my kindergarten photos like that and I was cheesing like her, I would be like, the photographer would be like, thank God this kid knows how to fucking smile <laughs> she's cheesing hard um and then it cuts to somebody else because that, that was live and uh, it was oopsie doopsie it should have been on the news because <laughs> they used the wrong cut a melbourne melbourne journalist has apologized after she was caught swearing during a broadcast nine news reporter Lana Murphy was on the 4 p.m bulletin when she stumbled over her words and dropped the f-bomb f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-
Uh, thanks for the love and apologies to those who got more than they bargained for at Nine News MELB. That has a big old photo of her cheese and after fixing her hair. She continued, she continued, unfortunately, the wrong version, clearly, of the pre-recorded made it on air. But thankfully, I have a great boss and I'll be back on screens tomorrow, 2020, though. Am I right? <laughs> Fans of supporters are quick to lend their support, with many also agreeing it summed up the year quite nicely. One said, ha 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 ha, yes, Lana... Feels of 2020, though. Another added, it's the 2020 slogan, XXX. Whoa. No triple X is needed there. This is the news, okay. Represent yourself goodly. We, we do quality reporting here. Quality grammar, quality vocab, quality language, because we don't use the triple words okay yeah but uh fuck 2020 <laughs> pretty much you know next article so i'm going back to school and surprise surprise it's it's um you know a mask all the time if you don't have your mask on go home we don't you come back type of situation you know so and as i heard Treat your mask like your undies. Wash them every day. So, some people are running out of masks. Some people are. And, uh, don't get a paper mask every day, because that's a waste. Okay, get a reusable mask. Wash it like your booty. Where, again, pretty simple. Uh, but, uh, some people are just cheap, cheap bastards, you know. So, woman casually wears KFC boxes, a makeshift mask, while out shopping. As a news... Rules come into force today about wearing face coverings in shops and supermarkets. A woman has been spotted working KFC box over her head as the makeshift one. Everybody's seen, every single person has seen this walking up to the store, read sign, go back to car, forgot mask. Damn it. Can I take it any worse? Karen, go back to the car. We forgot our masks. You, you know what? You know what? We're not coming to your establishment. We'll go somewhere else. We'll take our business elsewhere. Bye. See ya. <laughs> From today, July 24th, it's mandatory for shoppers in England to wear a face covering when they go into a shop. Those who refuse to wear one without good reason could be fined up to 100 euros. Hot damn. Similar rules are in place all around the world due to COVID-19 pandemic. As a result, we've seen some people wearing rather bizarre makeshift face coverings. You see the dudes coming in. I'll, uh, I'll uh, pull the shirt over my nose the entire time. You know what? They walk past people at the front, sometimes a security officer that's sending people away if they don't have a mask, and uh, they get around the corner, drop it. We're not stupid. Cover your face up, you dickhead. Um, we're seeing some, we're wearing rather bizarre makeshift coverings. Most recently, a woman has been spotted wearing a cardboard KFC box over her head to cover her nose and mouth. You know what? It works. It, most places say mask or facial covering. If that KFC box covers your your nose and mouth, I guess it's a facial covering. A video of the unusual look seen in Westfield Marion shopping mall at Oakland's Park in Adelaide on Thursday was shared online where it went viral. It went viral. More than 80,000 people have watched the clip without with thousands liking it. 
amused viewers share their thoughts on the string face covering in the comments. One person said, if you can't find any, find any in the shops. Another suggested her friend copy the look, writing, if you can't find one on your flight. A third asked, why not the bucket with holes for the eyes, of course. And then a per the article shows somebody with his paper bag with eye holes cut out. Um, as well as a KFC box, one person also spotted with a paper bag over their head as they headed into the shops. The man cut out to Yada said that a photo of the unusual face covering was taken on the dart by Howell by Sayin Brady. He joked, why bother wearing a face mask when a pair of knickers do the job? Speaking to Dublin Live, he added, nobody said anything to him. Not only did they realize that it had covered his... What? Not many realized he had them on his face. I guess this, I guess some dude put pants on his face. Dude, you're so edgy. So edgy. We've previously also seen people out there wearing Tesco carrier bags and plastic bags. I guess that's an England thing. I don't have any idea what the Tesco is. Over their heads. Yeah, I've seen this finding masks, man. Like When this all started, me and my buddy wanted to go to Guitar Center. We go to Guitar Center, they say, you need a mask. And I said, well, you see, I don't have one. Are you guys selling them? They said, no. I said, okay. So, the only place that was like selling masks that we knew of was the mall. And for 95 cents, Menards. Because Menards was one of the first people like, no mask, no community. Ah, ah, gone. So, we're like, I don't want to drive all the way to Menards. So, we go to the mall, which is closest. And we go into the store and we're like, how much for one of these reusable masks? They said, $12. I said, No. No, thank you. So we turn around, we go to Dick's, and they're like, um, we're selling packs of three for $45. I said, no. No, thank you. So we go to Menards, we buy a mask. I drop my buddy off, I'm like, go pick up two masks, because they're 95 cents. He goes in, he comes out with one mask, and I was like, well, you see, we have two faces here. My face, your face, one plus one equals two. You have one mask. Are we sharing it? <laughs> Or alternating breaths. What are we going to do here? So he's like, um, they will only sell mask per person that comes in. So I'm like, okay. I park the car. Before I go in, he's like, make sure that the, open it up there. Make sure the mask doesn't break. If it breaks, then you're just kind of SOL. They're kind of cheap. I said, okay. I go in. I buy a mask. I open it up. I, I stretch out the bands a little bit. I'm like, it's good. So we go back to the car. And I didn't want to wear it in the car because there's no reason to wear it in the car. Am I going to give myself COVID-19? I don't think so. So I take it and I put it, try to put it over the uh, the mirror, the mirror for like the car. And it's good to get it on there. We get to Guitar Center. He gets out the car. He puts the mask on. I go to take it off. It, that mother snapped right in half. I was pissed, pissed. I'm like, oh, okay. And I didn't want him to know that uh, he was right because I didn't want to know he was right. <laughs> so while I'm in there, I am just have the one loop on one ear, the other loop I have in my hand. I try to tie it and I'm not uh, halfway through the store. It just it's, doink, falls down onto my shoulders. And I said, that's not good. So then the rest of the time I was uh, holding it. I held my mask the entire time. So... Yeah, I'm glad that most people have their own masks now. <laughs> now that everyone needs one every single moment of every day, if you take it off, you're going to hell. So, yeah. Um, wear, wear your masks. Wear your masks.
if if you don't have one, I guess you can go to KFC, get a thirty dollar fill up. If you don't eat at all, then you know, give it to a homeless person. Just walk up, give him uh, some white meat. If he's like, I want dark meat, then you just say, well, tough, and dump, empty out the bucket right next to him. Don't be greedy. Cut out the eye holes, you're good to go. Yeah, so that's that's it for masks. And my final story I have found for you today. It says, my damned cat is an evil genius. He got my wife pregnant. Now, on first reading, on first reading, most people would be like, that's fucked up. And on second reading, you'd be like, that's, that's still fucked up. And you're right. So let's read about how this dude's cat got his wife pregnant. It said, the couple had planned to wait two years to have another baby after their difficult first pregnancy, but their cat had other plans. And then it has a photo, and it's tied, it, the little description says, the couple are trying to wait a couple years. Okay, I already said that. Um, the image is a little cat with his paw over a candle. Now, why would you let the little kitty cat put his paw on a candle? That's fucked up. But uh, let's keep reading. A man had shared that his wife had got pregnant in a strange way, and it in, involves involves his cat. What do you mean? <laughs> the couple welcomed their first child last year, but she had difficulty during pregnancy, which saw her for bed rest for several weeks. I am sorry to hear that. Their son was born two months before his due date and weighed about four pounds, two ounces. That's that's a lie. Okay. But thankfully, he was happy and healthy. Due to the nature of their first pregnancy, they decided to hold off on having another child for a couple of years. Understandable. He said, my wife, started birth control shortly after giving birth to her be sure we had no surprises but the pill tends to make her very sick she wanted to lose weight so she stopped taking it i thought rubbers would be enough but that's where the cat comes in that it has a, a stock photo from getty images that says it's of a, a woman and she's just looking really sad looking off to the side and then she has a pregnancy test in her hand and her hand on her forehead but ma'am you just pee peed on that air put it on her forehead that's just kind of gross you know, you, grease gives you acne. If like if you're working fast food, you get acne pretty bad. I don't know what piss on your forehead's gonna do, but it can't be good for your skin or your complexion. Let's get going. On with the rest of the article. He said our cat is an evil genius. I seriously think that greasy orange little shit is still smarter than our nearly one year old baby. Imagine a couple years from now, you like you're the son and you're reading about this and you're just like, my dad just said that our cat that he described as a greasy orange little shit was smarter than me. He gets into everything, and I do mean everything. No door, no drawer, no cabinet can stop him. Green eggs and ham. Um, and if he knows what something, and if he knows where something he wants is, he will find it. It is bad that for weeks after adopting him, I thought there was a poltergeist in the house because each morning I wake up and find every single cabinet door in the kitchen wide open. He's an exclamation point because he is serious. And also this news article kind of also kind of forget, kind of a little bit a little, forgot the ending quote. So the rest of this is just from a dude's point of view. Bad on you news article. So how did I fuck up and let my wife and let him impregnate my wife? How did, uh, okay, let's, let's stop right now. Pause. How did this guy let his cat impreg impregnate his wife. Well, my first fuck up was storing the condoms in the same drawer as the Q-tips. Rookie mistake. Which he loves to get into and shred apart. He must have seen the box of Q-tips in the drawer 
when I put the rubbers away because not even an hour later, I stumbled upon a horrific scene of chewed plastic straws, shredded cotton fluff, and shiny gold wrappers of columns scattered around and a gaping drawer that once contained them. Okay, so now, okay. I'm just saying, if the rest of this article consists of he still uses those condoms after he saw that his cat ate them, then you are stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. Okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's not as stupid as I thought. He clearly had destroyed the Q-tips and put the comments back in the drawer, thinking nothing of it. We, You did... What? Okay, let's go back. I stumbled upon a horrific scene of chewed plastic straws, shredded cotton fluff, and shining gold condom wrappers scattered around the gaping drawer that once contained them. So you knew that the straws were chewed up. The Q-tips were chewed up. You threw away both of those. But the one thing that you can't... You can... You can't use a straw with a hole in it, but a Q-tip, if it was bitten up on one side, you can rip it up and use the other side. So that's something that you didn't have to throw away. The one thing that you know you can't poke holes in, you thought, nah, this boy just eats like, you know, cotton. He won't eat rubber. <laughs> what do you mean, man? Stupid. You just wanted to. You just wanted to knock your wife up. You didn't care about how she felt. This is your way of getting, you know, a little bit of news clout and a little bit of baby. Um, we ended up having some sexy time later that night, and I vividly remember stumbling into the dark bathroom, opening said drawer, and blindly fumbling around for the box to pull out a condom, as was the routine. I'm thinking nothing of what happened earlier. You should have thrown the box out. <laughs> you should have thrown it out, man. But fast forward a few weeks and his wife was complaining of nausea and tender breast, you know. That's just my Tuesday. My moobs get hurty, my stomach gets hurty. I just move on with my life. We immediately shoot each other a glance as this is our first rodeo, and she felt the same way before discovering her first pregnancy. She still had half empty boxer tests from the year before and decided to take one just to be sure, followed by another one. And another one all positive. And that's when it hit him. That damned cat. I ran over to the bathroom drawer where I kept the condom, dumped out the box on the counter, and stirred, started to inspect each miserable little toil of foil square. Sure enough, several had notable scratches, teeth marks, and even full-blown punctures in them, which leads me to think, fuck up number two, not checking to see if the cat chewed up any of the rubbers week before, weeks before he had gotten to the drawer. But although the pregnancy was a complete shock, he concluded his Reddit post by saying, Can't wait to explain to my son or daughter one day that their own existence was a family cat. So not only are you going to say, Bro, you you are fuck-up number three, because they said fuck-up number one, putting me in the box with Q-tips. Two, not checking. Three, little Tyler or Janet. <laughs> You're going to tell... Not only are you a mistake... You were a mistake that was out of my hands. <laughs> okay, man. You you do you, man. I whatever. Yeah, so that's gonna be all of my uh, stories for this week. And uh, talk about making that paper. You know, if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, 
then uh, my illegal logging company was a success. Now you might be asking yourself, Christian, do you have an illegal logging company? And I would say, no. And it said non-existent logging company success. I'd also say, no, we had a bad tax season. You might also be asking, was that the anti-joke of the week? And you would be correct. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to start coming back here and posting new Take My Word podcast every Thursday, getting back into that habit because I'm going back to school. And surprisingly, my school year is a little bit less hectic than my summer because I worked, as I said, a crap ton. So thank you for coming back to Take My Word. You can expect to have some episodes coming rolling out, you know, more frequently, like I said. And keep on listening because I'll keep on making them. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Take My Word Pod. It's Take My Word P O D. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.